Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning to all that are watching from coast to coast to Sherwood Online, the online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, coming to you live from sunny, kind of, yeah, no, sunny, kind of warm, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? I'm ready to go. Good morning. Honored to be here. Well, it's nice to have you, Harvey. And we're going to do some introductions as we do, as is our custom in just in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to mention a couple of very quick things. If you would like to find out more about the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, its ministries, what's going on, uh, more about the live stream, the pastoral staff, anything and everything, uh, you can go to www.naspei.com. And from there, you can find out all those things. If you're looking to sign up for our sanctuary gathering for next week, October 25th, the links are already live and ready to go. You can sign up right now. And uh, and so you can do that. Also, have you liked our Facebook page? I ask you every week, and I've yet to hear an answer from someone, really, but that's fine. If you haven't liked our Facebook page, please make sure that you do that so that you get notified when we go live with any content, whether it's the live service or anything throughout the week. Uh, And for this post that you're watching right now, if you could click share, that would be fantastic because it helps spread the gospel out across your Facebook feed. doesn't force it on anybody, but they can choose to watch it if they so choose. Also, there's a repeated version of this taking place at 1245 on YouTube. And so if you know someone that's not on Facebook, but is on YouTube, make sure that you send them to our, our YouTube channel, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. And if you know someone that would rather use their ears and not their eyes, then they can wa- they can listen uh, to our podcast audio on any podcast player of choice, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything like that. Again, just search up Sherwood Church of the Nazarene and you will find us there. I'm seeing people liking the stream. So thank you for those that are clicking that and, and doing that. And good morning to everyone uh, in the sanctuary gathering. We're very glad that you're here. It's a full house in there, Pastor. Did you, did you see that today? I did. I did. That's crazy, crazy. All right, so let's see. And finally, the last thing before we get into our icebreaker is this. If you have any prayer requests and would like to let us know, uh, we would encourage you, if you feel comfortable, to just put them in the chat on Facebook, or if you watch through YouTube, put them in the chat there. Or you can reach out to us, again, through our website, www.nazpei.com, and you can contact us from there. Uh, But we would love to be able to pray with and for you. So let us know if that's something that you would like or need. Now, gentlemen, before we get into introductions, let's get into an icebreaker that I'm particularly excited for this morning. And the question before us is, are you an early bird or a night owl? And if you're watching uh, right now from the sanctuary or the home groups, welcome to those from the home groups or wherever you find yourself, uh, please feel free to chime in in the chat. Let us know. Are you an early bird or a night owl? And then why? So gentlemen, I'll toss to you guys and then I'll throw in my two cents. I want to hear what Harvey has to say first. Please. Definitely an early bird. Uh, 
I usually like to crawl off around 8 o'clock and then have a solid seven or eight hours sleep. But between three and four, I wake up, I get my iPad, I do my scripture, I do my studies. Often by about five, I fall back to sleep till seven. So yeah, I I, uh, like lots of sleep and I like it early. Oh man. I think Harvey, you're related to John Wesley. Yeah, he went to bed with the chickens and got up with the rooster. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, Pastor, before you say, I, I, Kelsey, who's back in the sound booth right now, said both, but it's more of an exhausted pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. I like that. What about uh, you, Pastor? Well, I, I would not define myself on either end of the spectrum. I'm one of those middle-of-the-road kinds of persons. Of course, if you drive down the middle of the road, you're more likely to get hit yep. than, uh, than if not. But uh, I, I don't like to stay up real late, and I'm not, I'm not like Harvey at all. I don't get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, 6.30 is kind of on average, which is more more – Leaning towards more early bird, I think. But, um, yeah, I like the exhausted pigeon metaphor. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. My wife said middle bird. Is that a thing? Uh, we get, So, Brian McDonald is a night owl for sure. Um, your wife, Pastor, is a night owl. Uh, mm-hmm. I, anyway, she said old night owl, but we're going to leave that alone. I would leave that right there. Does 4.30 or 5 a.m. count as an early bird? My goodness, it had better. That's from Larry Sider. Uh, Gloria, welcome, Gloria. She says she's definitely an early bird, early to bed, early to rise. That's her. Uh, Let's see here. Mary Ellen Knockwood says she functions much better in the morning, and so she is an early bird. Your daughter, Pastor, says half and half, which isn't that a type of cream? Like a milk and cream. Anyway. Uh, and Leanne is uh, both early bird and a night owl. Your father-in-law used to be an early bird. So for me, just because of the stage of life I, that I find myself in right now, I'm a, I'm a night owl. It is very rare that I'm asleep before midnight and an early bird because our children wake up with the sun, it seems. And so we're up early and then we're up for the day. So if I generally get about six hours of sleep, which isn't the best. I got to be honest. Um, I know people are, people say, listen, enjoy it while you have it. Cause you'll, you'll miss it when the kids are out of the house and you're sleeping well. And I'm at, at the moment, I'm kind of like, man, I'd love a good sleep, but that's just me. Uh, so folks, that's been our icebreaker. Let's get into our daily declaration and then we'll turn things over to pastor Dave. And we need to introduce this, this distinguished guest with us this morning too. We will do that. So our daily declaration says, Today, I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave. Well, good morning, uh, Pastor Bradley, and uh, welcome, Harvey, today to uh, our podcast. I'm going to introduce uh, Harvey 
uh, Anderson in, in just a few moments, but I want to uh, say a warm welcome again to all who are gathering here in the sanctuary. Uh, today is another day of transition from uh, from the podcast viewing to more live worship and interaction. We're uh, moving forward on that front uh, week by week. So uh, Pastor Nadine is, is leading the congregation uh, there this morning. And uh, again, welcome to all of you. And those who are watching at home, so glad you joined us today. Uh, and uh, also those who are uh, tuned in across the nation this morning. And if you're watching today, from uh, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, or uh, Alberta in the Western Prairie Provinces, uh, would you uh, would you send us a note online and just say uh, good morning, hello from wherever you are? Uh, we have uh, a number of people who are in that part of the country who who are part of this uh, podcast. So we would love to hear from you today. Uh, we love you and we're praying for you this morning. And I know that God is uh, present with you wherever you are. So again, thank you for joining us uh, here here today. As uh, as we begin this morning, I want invite. Well, I'm going to invite you to join me in uh, in the Lord's Prayer. And uh, wherever you are, it's uh, something that we can uh, uh, let's pray out loud together as I lead. Our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our guest this morning is uh, the very distinguished Mr. Harvey Anderson. Good morning, Harvey. Harvey uh, has served in a leadership role here in our church uh, for for many years and uh, certainly continues to uh, passionately seek the Lord's heart. And when he tells you that he gets up early in the morning to to engage in the word and to listen to God, uh, he does that and uh, provides a wonderful godly example for, for so many people here in our congregation. He uh, currently is, is serving on our, our church board and uh, his influence though is far beyond position. It is his love for the Lord and for his people. And so Harvey, good morning and welcome. Good morning, thank you. Um, yeah, um, just uh, for the people who might not know you that well, tell us one of your favorite hobbies. Oh my! Um, probably number one would be my bicycling. I uh, probably average about five thousand kilometers a year on a bicycle uh, here and in Florida. Uh, That's a long bike ride. Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah, most passionate about mountain biking, and uh, and I am one of the instructors on a group that has grown in the last five years to 200 people who go mountain biking in Brookville every week. And we split them into groups. And uh, I've been fortunate to, to have the health and whatnot to uh, to keep teaching people for the last few years. Mm. Um, 
as a hobby, like most hobbies, it tends to grow. Um, as Sandra points out, every time she goes to the basement, how many bikes do you need? Hmm. And the answer to that is very simple. Um, there's a formula. It's called N plus one, hmm. whereas N equals the number of bikes you have now mm-hmm. plus one would be mm-hmm. the correct amount. So uh, that's yeah. what I'm working on. Yeah. But I'm a, an avid bicyclist pastor. <laughs> yes, you are. And uh, you know, the best part is you get to uh, mentor and train others in, in that skill. It's, it's more than just getting on a bike. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a, there's a greater dimension to the enjoyment of, of that particular uh, sport. But I'm going to ask you the really important question. You ready for this, Harvey? Ready. Uh, You're coming up to 52 years of marriage. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. That's that's increasingly rare and uh, good for you uh, for, for doing that. So for those who want longevity of love and relationship, uh, what marital advice would you like to share with all who are watching and listening today? I, I got to lean in to listen. Yes. So yeah. much. <laughs> uh, no real profound words of wisdom. There's no secret formula or anything. In, in the case of Sandra and myself, it would be because we're best friends. Hmm. Um, many, many people get married but that involves signing a contract if you want or anything. But, but being friends is much deeper than that. That takes a relationship. Um, Sandra and myself drive for three or four days to Florida every year and people say, my goodness, how do you, what do you do for three days with just the two of you in the car? And then the answer is just, we do what we we enjoy, we just talk, we converse, we enjoy each other as friends. Um, yeah, may, maybe it could be argued we spend too much time together, but uh, when, when you're doing your favorite thing, time just flies by and that's... Uh, so in, in summary, I'd have to say, make sure you marry your best friend and stay friends. Okay. All right, check. Good you go. might have one other little tidbit of wisdom to share with us, Harvey. Oh, you're you're digging for something, Pastor. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, what's always the appropriate response? Oh well. In a. Yeah, I, I suppose I. Uh, Sandra is is nice enough to make sure that I always get the last word in a discussion. Usually that word <laughs> is yes, dear. <laughs> well, you've heard it here, folks, from the man who's living it out. And uh, again, uh, thank you, uh, Harvey, for sharing a little bit of your life and experience. I mm. uh, look forward to you engaging with us in our morning scripture as well. I believe uh, we're moving and transitioning to a worship song at this point, Pastor Bradley.
what a beautiful song that is. And uh, I trust that your heart is set on God's ways this morning as you seek to hear his voice and to respond and obey. 2020 has been a year unlike anything I've ever seen in my lifetime in ministry. Everything seems so new and different, even though it's familiar. And finding, finding our way forward is a matter of faith and trust and stepping out and asking God to show us what to do each step of the way. But that prayer is not new. Um, it's an ongoing prayer and has been uh, for, for all of my life, really. And I remember about a year ago when I'm, I'm asking the Lord, what is it you want for us in 2020? And the theme abiding in Christ just came very, very clear. And as I look back now over that period of time, I realize how prophetic that was and how close to God's heart that really is. Jesus said to abide in him, John chapter 15. It means to remain steadfast and rooted and grounded in him, vitally connected to Christ in every area of our lives. And how do we do that? How do we do that? that that's great preaching and great words. Uh, the Lord directed me to five themes for this year. If we're going to abide in Christ, we need to be a praying people. And that's, uh, that's, that's absolutely critical. And learning how to engage in, in conversation with God. Out of that is the theme of listening, uh, hearing God, and the ways he speaks to us uh, is a part of being uh, connected to him about abiding in him. The third part that we're on right now is obeying. And it's one thing to, to pray and talk to God. It's another thing to hear his voice. And it's quite a different thing to obey. And in Scripture, listening and obeying are one and the same thing. If you've heard, you will do. And that, that is a biblical understanding of, of listening to God. And in this particular area of obeying, uh, we've been looking at a number of truths that essentially help us to abide in Christ and realize that obeying, when we walk in obedience, it brings and releases freedom in our lives. We've seen that it opens the door of God's blessing. Obedi obedience leads to holiness. And last week, we discovered that obeying demonstrates true faith. And so uh, we were looking at the book of James, and this morning... This morning, we're going to be looking at 2 John chapter 1, and if you have your Bibles, turn with us there today, and the, the uh, theme this morning is the fact that obeying expresses itself in love. So obedience and love are a part of God's plan and intention for us, and so uh, as we do that this morning, again, we're going to uh, read together 2 John chapter 1, uh, beginning to read at the first verse. I'll be reading from the New International Version of the Bible. Uh, the words will also come up on the screen for you to follow along uh, wherever you might be. So here we go, 2 John chapter 1. This is the word of the Lord today. The elder to the lady chosen by God and to her children, whom I love 
in the truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. It will give me great joy, it gives me great joy to find that some of your children walking in the truth just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one that we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love. And here's our key verse today, that we walk in obedience to his commands. This is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you've heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. And I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. I have much to write you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your sister, who is chosen by God, send their greetings. And reading to the end of the chapter, verse 13, this is the word of the Lord this morning. Thanks be to God. And as we engage with God's word this morning, as we have uh, used here on on, uh, many of the podcasts, something called SMORC, which stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And it's a way of approaching, of listening, and of responding to God. And so if you have your Bible this morning and your journal, uh, get that out as uh, we engage today. And of course, the, the first question is, what are, what are some words or phrases in this passage that, that stand out to you? What, what, uh, what word or what little phrase just grabs your heart and your attention? And so uh, all of us are going to participate here this morning. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll take the first pass at this. I was intrigued with the words uh, truth, grace, mercy, peace, joy, and love. Uh, those are, those are uh, certainly uh, the fruit of the Spirit uh, that uh, is evident here. Anyhow, those are, those are a couple of things. And, and of course, I mentioned the key verse in verse 6. This is love that we walk in obedience to his commands. So, uh, gentlemen, are there any other words or little phrases that, that just kind of, you know what, got your attention today? Going to let Harvey take the lead. I've got a couple of issues I'm working out here. Okay. okay. Um, part of verse five says, not as though I were writing a new commandment, but the one we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. 
Okay. That is, uh, that's not anything new at all. No. Okay. All right. Uh, Pastor Bradley, is there anything there you want to just chip in quickly? Sure. Um, hmm, where, where, let me, let me get back to it here. Sorry, Pastor. I'm pulling That's up a few right. pulling up a few different things here at the same time. All right. Well, let's move forward then. Thank you. In, uh, in this part of it, and ask ourselves, what does this tell me about the nature and the work of God? Uh, I, I always love that question because it 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 focuses my heart on who He is, not on me, and and that's a that's a very healthy thing. So as uh, as we look at this, um, I, I discovered very quickly that um, God is the author of truth and grace and mercy and peace and love. In other words, God is truth. God is grace. God is mercy. God is peace. God is love. And so those are not just things about him, but they're at the very core and root of his nature and his character. Um, so those are, those are some things that are very, very clear here in, in this particular passage. Uh, Harvey or Pastor Bradley, anything that you notice that tells you something about God, his nature and his work? Verse 3 says grace, mercy, and peace, which come from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, will continue to be with us who live in truth and love. It tells me that uh, grace, mercy, and peace, shalom, mm -hmm. is what God wants us to have. And I mean, what more could we ask for than any anything else than that? Mm -hmm. Okay. For me, I noticed that it says in a few places, um, lives in us and will be with us forever. And and there's a few different verses where it says that he'll be with us, he'll be with us. And there's this, you know, within the nature of God, his desire to be with us, in us, living through us. So to me, I see here, again, uh, a God that is active with me, with each one of us. Uh, okay. Yep. Which brings us back to that whole abiding theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Harvey, you, you've got almost 52 years of marriage. You have been abiding with your wife for all those years. You've been connected. You have been uh, close to, you have been with her, and, and you have been abiding. And so maybe the key to marriage is, is learning to abide uh, here. And so God is with us. Uh, in that. And so he is never far away, but he, he is with us at all times. And that then assumes a whole new level of relationship that God is relational in nature. Uh, notice here, he talks about the father and the son. Yep. Uh, they're, they're one heart. Uh, they're not working at cross purposes with each other, but as one, they're expressing themselves in beautiful ways uh, in their role and together as as one in the context, of course, the Trinity. So uh, God here is deeply, deeply relational, and he's deeply committed to 
to our lives and to our hearts. And uh, the key, of course, is to abide in him. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Pastor Bradley, you want to add in this? No, not, not at this point. Okay. All right. And uh, in this uh, particular uh, section, of course, it's always asking the question, is there a scripture verse I could begin to memorize? I like that. And I'm going to suggest that we memorize this week, 2 John chapter 1, verse 6. This is love yep. that we walk in obedience to his commands. And as you've heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. Wow. That's, that's our verse for this week. And that's why... Uh, love or um, abiding expresses itself through obedience and obedience expresses itself in love. Which brings us then, of course, to the, the obedience part. It's, it's rather interesting that that's inherent to this whole conversation. Sorry, Pastor. What, what's the next thing God wants me to do? Did we already do the message? Did I miss that completely? Oh, the mess, I'm sorry, the message part. Oh, man. I got a little ahead of myself. I got a little excited on that. <laughs> I thought I lost so what it. what is the Lord saying uh, to each of us here this morning in this, uh, in this text? You're just excited to... to Lay out the obedience I know, part. I want to get to that obeying part. There's some really good stuff there today. All right. What's the Lord saying this morning? Word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Uh, who wants to take a shot at this first? Okay. Part of verse six is, and this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. Mm-hmm. Uh, this means to me that his commandments are not something that are punitive or something that are hard they are in fact love and he's not tasking us with having to do things he's giving us ways to do things in love Hmm. okay Hmm. all right I, i think for me the message part at least what i'm sensing right at this moment is i'm reading what harvey just said um you know walk in obedience to his commands and, uh, and then it goes on and it says that there's deceivers out there that, that don't acknowledge Jesus Christ um, and, the, and they don't acknowledge this command to walk in love. And then it says this, watch out that you do not lose what you've worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. And I thought, watch out that you do not lose what you've worked for. That means it's possible for me to have been following God's commands, loving people, but by accepting teaching or others that, that bring, you know, um, a false teaching into my life. I can allow false teaching to come into my life and I can lose what I had, the ability to love. I can become callous to people. I can become jaded and, and, and hurtful that, you know, all because I have let false teaching, uh, I've allowed it into my life or I've allowed other influences into my life that have led me away from that you know, walking in obedience to his commands, walking in love. So the message to me is to watch out. It's to, it's to start, hey, look around. What are you allowing in? What kind of teachings are you, um, you know, following? All that kind of stuff. Start observing. Don't just be a passive pew sitter, but be active in your relationship with the Lord and be active in, in what you're bringing in to your life um, and into the lives of, you know, I'm thinking of my family, you know, what, what are my kids bringing in? What, you know, stuff like that. It, 
there's a lot that's going on in my head right now. You you stole most of my thunder, Pastor but, and, Bradley. And then it says, if anyone if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, the teaching that uh, you know to to love and to walk in obedience. If anyone if anyone doesn't bring, don't even let them into your house. Which then mm. makes me think, you know, this is this might be a weird aside, but like we all have phones and watch different things or have you know text messages. I'm thinking of like my children. What what are we allowing into the home that we shouldn't be? Mm. And what kind of music? What kind of videos? What kind of conversations with people? There's there's a lot. Um, at first, I thought this might be a great scripture that allows me not to have company over, and I can I can you know just put my feet up and relax. But that's not what that's saying. But it's really got me thinking more about what am I allowing in. And to mm-hmm. and to to really pay attention and watch. Wow. There's a sermon right there. I gotta write thoughts. I gotta write that down. Yes, you do. I I think we're reminded here that love is never divorced from truth. Mm. And uh the world's uh call to just, you know, love everybody and love everything. Is, is so divorced from the commandments of Christ. And the minute we unhitch ourselves from the commandments of Christ and obedience to that, we really uh, are walking in a dangerous territory yeah. and uh, can quickly border on heresy mm. in the name of love. We really can. And so um, the, the, the generalized call just to love everybody is not what this is about. It's only as we are in obedience to Christ that true love can manifest itself. But one of the things that I've noticed here in this passage is that obedience to God moves from a place of obligation to relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, when we think of obedience, we think of something that's hard and cold and legalistic and sterile. And, and overbearing, really. And, oh, I got to obey God again today. That kind of attitude or response. And that's why people don't like the word obedience uh, or submission or surrender. Those are not fun words. They are very, very serious words. But having said that, we understand here that obedience moves from obligation to relationship. Mm-hmm. And so... Obedience without relationship is is just some uh, formal duty. Uh, But when it's birthed in relationship, it's because you want to do it. And it's pleasing God and honoring the other person. And Harvey described what 52 years of marriage looks like. And and really, the obedience submission part is rooted, rooted in relationship. And I like what uh, John says here. He's writing, of course, to uh, someone who he knows and loves. He says, you know, I can write all day, but I want to see you face to face. That is so beautiful. And, and that's where God is present when, when we're in relationship and truly loving one another, which is the greatest commandment, and we're to walk in that obedience. Mm-hmm. So... So those are some thoughts there. Anything else you like to share, Harvey, 
uh, in terms of, of the message part? Um, I, I could, but it would be getting into repentance and whatnot. So I'll okay, well, it's we'll so hard you to save. go first there. It's so hard to save it all. You just want to yeah. get it all out. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, I'll catch up with myself here and, and certainly move into the obedience part. What, so what's my response to all this? What, what does it mean for me? And, and what's the next step that God wants me to take uh, based on, on, the, uh, on the word this morning? And, uh, and really, you know, I'm saying, Lord, what is it for me? And the Lord's saying, David, stay in step with what I want you to do and don't get ahead of me. Mm. Wow. It's interesting here. It talks about, um, you know, when, you, when you're operating outside what God wants, it's because you've gotten ahead of him and you've figured it out on your own and you've come up with your own conclusions and been out of step with him. And so the Lord is reminding me again to stay in step with what I know he wants me to do. Uh, and, you know, that that's not always easy because we like to, I like to get out ahead and get it all figured out. And the Lord is pulling the brakes back on there, on my heart to certainly to trust him. Anything else, gentlemen, in terms of, uh, a place of obedience today. Um, I find it very easy to love people that are easy to love. Huh. I love my family. I love lots of people. Yeah. It's people that aren't quite so lovable. Um, but God didn't tell me just to pick and choose the ones I want. He said, you have to love everybody. So sometimes it takes some effort and some, uh, um, you have to love everybody. You may not like everybody. <laughs> hmm. We should, we should get that written on our wall. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pastor Bradley. I, I shared in my message, I jumped ahead it, in it, the obedience part is to be active and watching and cognizant of what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that, that's a, a, a significant little phrase uh, because it means we need to stay alert yeah. and aware and uh, stay awake, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. And the enemy loves to get us to go to sleep. Yep, he absolutely. really does there. And all of a sudden, the things that we had worked for um, are gone. And yep. um, that's, a, that's a great word uh, for us this morning. The other, the other side of this, of course, is the, the repentance part. And here, here's where uh, I like to think of it in terms of, of a realignment and a, a renewal of the mind and the heart. Uh, so this is all great and it's all wonderful, but where is the turning point uh, for me to engage in the truth as it is in Christ? And uh, as I uh, was thinking about this this morning, a number of things certainly came to my mind, but I'm going to let Harvey start us out here because he, he was kind of gunning for that, uh, that point. You lead, uh, we'll follow, Harvey. Okay, under the repentance part, uh, several years ago now, 
at a a thing that we called uh, encounter in Ontario. Pastor Dave, Pastor Nadine, and Pastor Bill at that time showed me that I was carrying a lot of unforgiveness in my heart, mm-hmm. and and to the point of not being healthy. Um, I had to work through a lot of things to deal with unforgiveness. Um, I dealt with them. But to this day still, it's very easy sometimes to slip back into unforgiveness and wish for justice or something for people instead of wishing God's love on them. Hmm. So, yeah, in, in my repentance, I, I must say that I have, I have held unforgiveness ahead of love for people for periods of time. Hmm. Well, thank you uh, for sharing that, Harvey. That that's very real and mm. personal for you. And um, uh, thank the Lord that He He's brought you to that place uh, of forgiveness as well. And and certainly um, is one that that speaks to all of us. Pastor Bradley, anything you like to to share here? Oh, I would repent of apathy. Hmm. If I could think of the opposite of what I'm being called to, it would be apathy, right? Instead of watching out, it's just passively going about my day. And okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Pastor. All right. You know, as, as I was reflecting on this, I, I was brought to, again, verse 9. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Mm -hmm. And as I said a few moments ago, one of the things the Lord was really speaking to me about was not running ahead of him. And and I I confess that so many times in my life, I have gone out ahead, and in so doing, I've not really continued in the teaching of Christ. And, and again, that place where I've got to figure it out and sort it out and have the answer. Um, and, and that's generally when I've gotten off track and had to repent and keep back on track. And so, I, you know, I acknowledge that this morning, confess that because, you know, and then this, in this particular text, I'm, I'm, if I'm out ahead of Christ, I'm living independent of him and from him. And that is the greatest uh, place of danger mm-hmm. and loss that you can even imagine. And so um, uh, that's, that's really what the Lord is saying to me. And any of these days that are just so different, so different, uh, the danger is, is, to, is to try to just get out ahead of them and not walk in step with him. And so I'm asking the Lord to help me there, as I know he is for each of us in the areas that he showed us today. So if you're watching this morning, um, just ask the Lord where he wants your life reoriented, realigned in, in, with a repentant spirit uh, as you seek to follow him. The last part of this, of course, is prayer. 
And as always, so many things to pray for, people to pray for. The list never, ever ends. But before we get to that, and certainly you have written down many names of people you know and love, uh, ask the Lord to show you the place of thankfulness this morning and spend some time thanking the Lord for all of his blessings. And, you know, as I, as I think about this, I mean, I could, we could go on and on, but here, here's what I wrote in terms of a prayer of thanksgiving today. And that is, I'm thankful for the simplicity of the Christian faith and that the greatest commandment is to love God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourself. And so in obedience to Christ and the commandments of Christ, this is where it begins. And from here, everything flows. And so uh, I'm thankful that there is at the end of the day, a wonderful simplicity of relationship and love for God, for our neighbor and for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, anything you're thankful for? Well, there's the little- that you'd like to share? The little phrase that we find it in here, uh, with us forever. He'll be with us and I'm thankful that he is with us and he's Mm. here with us right now. And Harvey will give you the last word. Well, I uh, I am thankful that rather than just closing church down for a season, we have found a way to, to get around it. And I am amazed at the amount of knowledge and work and expertise that it takes to put on a, a service online and in the sanctuary at the same time. It's uh, so I, I'm just thankful that God has given us all the tools to do this, and and uh, that we are able to carry on church. All right. Thank you, Harvey, for joining us this morning. You uh, you are a wonderful friend oh, and indeed. a wonderful example of Christ likeness to those around you. And uh, both you and Sandra are just a joy and delight. We read about those words in the scripture this morning. As we uh, continue on with the podcast this morning, Pastor Bradley. Uh, but we kind of, we jumped over one thing that I think we need to make mention of. I know you're, you're about to release the sanctuary. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Uh, before before you do that, I'm going to make mention of just a very a couple of very quick announcements. You if that's do that. All right. They're important. They I know they are. We're going to skip over some of the stuff we would normally do. Let me see if I can uh, bring up the ones that we need to make mention of because there's just a few things, folks, that you should know about. Uh, first off is Wednesday Kindle Groups. They are taking place. Georgina Vardy is hosting one at 7 p.m. in the Church Multipurpose Room. Pastor Annette Smith is hosting one at 7 p.m. at the home of Margaret Yunker. You can call the church to find out more information about these if you would like. Uh, Thursdays at 7 a.m. for those early birds, there is a men's online Kindle group happening with Pastor Dave. The Zoom meeting ID is, is 902 2368-8484. There's also a Friday morning at 9 a.m. when things are more, uh, I like that time better, but that's fine. There's an online Kindle group with Deb Christie and the meeting ID is the same, 902-368-8484. And as I mentioned before, the link is live to sign up for our um, 
our, our sanctuary gathering. Uh, and so just head on, head on over to naspei.com to register there or register by phone by calling the church at 902-368-8484. Uh, there's a church board meeting that's coming up October 21st at 7 p.m. Pastor, what room are we meeting in? Uh, we'll be in the uh, fellowship hall. So meeting downstairs in the fellowship hall, those that are on the church board, please make sure that you're in attendance for this meeting. Kids Ablaze, as you know, uh, during the month of October has been collecting donations or money for the Christmas shoe boxes, and time is running out for that. So if you would still like to be able to participate in helping them out, uh, please contact Krista or Jen at Kids Ablaze, uh, K-I-D-Z, A-B-L-A-Z-E at naspei.com for more information. And let me see, uh, for the month of October, Live Fire Youth is meeting downstairs in the Kids Ablaze room, Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. And lastly, I do want to say it because we need to thank you for continuing and being faithful in giving of tithes and offerings. A few ways to do that. You can e-transfer the church uh, at office at NASPEI. You can give online through our website. Just click the Give Online tab. Uh, you, we also do accept debit, credit, or cash. Uh, you just ask that you call the church to make arrangements for that. And if you are in the sanctuary gathering, there should have been a, a couple of plates on your way in and on your way out that are available for you. Uh, there, Pastor. Now, feel free to to dismiss that sanctuary group. All right. Uh, they'll be transitioning to live worship and ministry as we continue with the podcast and worship song online.
Thank you for spending time with us this morning. If you're in close relationship with Christ today, if you're abiding in him, keep walking forward in faith and obedience as it expresses itself in love. Perhaps today you're searching for spiritual truth and understanding. I invite you to keep seeking and searching for Christ is closer than you know. And if you're filled with fear and anxiety today, I offer the peace of Christ to you. We've seen again this morning that he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. Mm -hmm. There are some who are watching today who have become distant in your relationship with the Lord. You've wandered away and you've lost so much. I invite you to come back home. He's waiting for you with open arms and he knows your name. Perhaps you're watching today and this is all brand new to you. The ways of God, the love of God, the truth of Christ. If you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, invite him right now to become that for you. Call unto the Lord and he will answer you. Thank you for um, reaching out to us. Many people uh, send in comments and questions, prayer requests, and certainly feel free to do that. As uh, Pastor Bradley has indicated, our information is uh, posted online and through our webpage is a wonderful way to connect with us. Mm -hmm. And pray that God would bless you today and those you love. And now may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his shalom, his peace. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Pastor Bradley, how shall we exit today? Gracefully as always, Pastor. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Harvey, for spending the last hour with us. And thank you uh, for those that have been watching uh, from coast to coast and all over the home groups, the sanctuary gathering and beyond. Thank you uh, for being a part of this. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Make sure that you sign up if you'd like to be here in person, uh, www.naspei. You can sign up right now. And if you have children, we do have our Kids Ablaze program running and you need to make sure that you sign them up as well. It's all one form. It all takes place through our website uh, under Sanctuary Sign Up, and you can do that there. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, all of the things on all the social medias. You know what to do there. And until next time, folks, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy. Stay healthy.